everybody. Welcome to Tales from the Cave Fave. I am Kevin. I am Jack. I am Matt. Hear him roar. Uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, I, I'm excited. We have a really cool episode that I, I've, I've been looking at, uh, uh, some stories that I want to talk about, but first we have, uh, uh, first time Matt has come in with an article. I did. He wants to talk I, about it. I want to, I want to read it. I want to read it. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't okay. want to talk about it. You guys can talk about it. Can if you I want. talk about it? You can talk about okay. it. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to straight up read it. Because I think it's hilarious. Can I interject at points? Anytime you want, because I don't know. I object. I don't know if it's complete bullshit or not. Okay. So I'm just going to start with that. Yeah, go ahead. So here's here's the article. Yeah. It's uh. What website is it from? It's from... I have no idea. I think it's from something UK. Just a second. Uh... Yeah, no, no idea right now. I'll I'll find it later. Good start. Yep. Good. <laughs> great start. I'm you on top what? of it. You're oh, a, uh, time. A, IB yeah. Times UK. Okay, that's it. So uh, irritable bowels. Mark, Mark Willem Calloway is called the Undertaker yes. for a reason. He is one of the scariest men to ever step into the WWE ring. Mm-hmm. The WWE universe has never seen the dead man get afraid of any wrestler, but that but he does have a very strange phobia that Bruce Pritchard revealed on his latest episode of his podcast. Ooh, I haven't listened to this one yet. Pritchard was talking about how the late Owen Hart used to pull the legs of other stars and went on to disclose the phenom's phobia that Hart used to his advantage a number of times, the Undertaker has a phobia with cucumbers. Cucumbers? He's like a, a cat. He's a cat. He's like Wait, a cat. I didn't even know this about cats. Yo, <laughs> you haven't seen the videos of the cats no. where you put like a cucumber oh. behind them and put, they'll look and they just fucking They just jump. jump. They jump. I, I had no idea. It's, yeah. Because they, they think they're snakes. <laughs> oh, that okay, that makes sense. Okay, so Bruce said... If someone just put a cucumber on Taker's bag, it would freak him out. A Reddit user, Does he think they're snakes? I don't know. A Reddit user posted as to what Pritchard said about the Undertaker's phobia on something to wrestle. Hart tormented the Undertaker by placing cucumbers in his hats, boots, and the bottom of his drinks. Shit. Pritchard also revealed how Hart's how Hart cut up the cucumbers and put them in his tights and placed vegetables in front of the Undertaker's face while the dead man was lying on the mat during one of their fights. The Undertaker didn't want to break character, but he also wanted out of the ring with those cucumbers. Conradson, as the story goes, Taker loses his mind, jumps out of the ring. Needless to say, he wasn't a happy man that night. Uh, Bruce confirmed that actually happened. Wow. Uh uh I don't know what to say that I haven't I haven't listened to that episode. I do listen to that podcast, but the bad thing about that podcast is it's like 3 hours long. <laughs> and it's just him. Yeah, you need a good road trip to Yeah, fit that it's in. 3 hours long and uh, it like it's ridiculous how long that is. They do cover every aspect of everything, so they'll choose a topic and then it's uh Bruce Pritchard used to be. We can talk about him a little bit. He used to be a uh, a backstage guy, a producer for the WWE uh, for twenty one years, uh, for a long time, and got fired in two thousand eight. Uh, but he was there for the longest time, and uh, uh, helped helped produce a lot of good stuff. He also was an on screen character. Named Brother Love, uh, he escorted. He was the first person to uh, to walk out with the Undertaker before Paul Bearer. Oh. So he was like a heel, like manager to named Brother Love, and he would just go, "I love you." <laughs> it was a, a weird thing, uh, but Brother, yeah, that was him, Brother Love. He was just a manager, uh, and then he. He was only that for about four years, maybe, maybe less. I don't know, but uh, 
they eventually had him just do mostly backstage stuff for the longest time. Now he has a podcast where he just does like a, a tell all of stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's become like the, it's got like a million listeners and what's the name of it. I'm going to tag it to wrestle with Bruce <laughs> Pritchard. Tag it. Steal some of his SEO. Yeah. 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 Um, what is it? Something to... Something to wrestle okay. with Bruce Pritchard. All right. Enough plugs for other podcasts. No, but it's, seriously, it's a cucumber. It's a cucumber. If that is uh, real, we didn't address the fact that he might be scared of cucumbers. I don't know why uh, he is. He's like seven foot, man. Maybe he just hates <laughs> cucumbers. Why, why is he... Uh, and by the way... Again, he has showed fear to some other wrestlers. Uh, there's two that come to mind, but the, the, the obviously the cucumber maybe they were holding one. a cucumber. <laughs> maybe they were that, cucumbers. That could have been it. Uh, one they was were just Kane. cucumbers and trench coats. Yeah, they were yeah. just one was Kane, and another was one was a, called the Giant Gonzalez. Uh, <laughs> Giant Gonzalez, dude. Okay, he was billed as being eight feet tall, but he was he was like seven six. He was a tall dude, um, and he was the tallest. Like Undertaker had to look up to him, to, nice. and so, but like the thing was, they they get this guy and they teach him a couple moves, and that's all they need. He's just a tall dude that looks menacing a little bit, but they don't know what to do with him. Uh, uh, yeah. And his gear was the weirdest thing that I've seen. <laughs> the weirdest choice of gear. And it was basically like, oh, man. Okay, you, it, it, was, it was like a leotard but with muscles drawn on it. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like those T-shirts that have yep. the muscles or yep. the, the bikini on it. Yeah. But then it just had like no genitals. <laughs> Would it have been like what, kin dog? Would it have been better up. if it had just huge balls oh, on it, just, like <laughs> just swinging a pole? Like that was his finishing move. That he just <laughs> laid a dick down. Yeah. What's his finishing move? He pulls out a giant strap on and finishes him. That's how finishing we... move is the three legged drop. Did you look? Did you look it up? No, I didn't. Three-legged drop. Uh, (laughs) uh, He he didn't wrestle for long, uh, but he did. Now here's the thing: Undertaker, uh, uh, until Brock Lesnar, who we're going to talk about a lot on this episode, until Brock Lesnar, he he had a streak of uh, 21 straight wins at WrestleMania. One of those wins was a disqualification. Oh, from Giant Gonzalez, which why they were trying to put him over so much when they couldn't even come up with a good gimmick for him is beyond me. I am the Giant Gonzalez. I am the Giant Gonzalez. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I'll go with it. All right. We're talking shoots today. Shoot. Uh, uh, shoot. shoot. Baby, shoot. Yeah. Shoot. Baby, shoot. Baby. Okay. Uh, so a shoot basically is when something real oh, happens. Oh, shoot. In- yes. Oh. Something real happens in wrestling. What? Real? No. <laughs> Still real to me, damn it. It's uh, all real. Shut up. Well, this is something either unplanned or someone had a plan. Oh. But it wasn't the people in charge. Um, Or like... No, I'm not talking like when injuries sometimes occur, although those we will talk about in this episode. I'm talking about when someone really has the plan to really fight someone and the other person doesn't know it. Or or the guy backstage. Or, you know. Uh, So, we already talked about him. We can say multiple times in this. I keep thinking about when Vince McMahon ripped his quads. (laughs) Oh, we talked about that, yeah. I know we talked that's about that. That's why he loves but it. But that's why I love it so much, is because it's so real. And I yeah. just, <laughs> I and just he like, didn't know what to do. He, he was just sitting in do. the ring. Like, okay, all right. Start the damn match. Restart the match. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, I do. I that's a great moment. Uh, uh, so 
We're going to talk about this guy a lot. Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, the beast. Uh, We talked about him a little bit last week uh, with Paul Heyman. Uh, But when Brock Lesnar was first coming up, he was this beast. And he he moved like an animal and still does in the ring. And so people were really like, oh, what's going on here? Uh, So, of course, they bring a guy in. They kind of start him with some mid cards right uh so they start him with some mid cards and we brought this guy up before <laughs> throw uh, some cannon fodder at him well, essentially <laughs> we brought this guy up before and his name is uh bob holly he was the one that claimed uh santino was the worst wrestler he ever faced <laughs> okay uh bob the holly, worst wrestler the worst <laughs> bob holly is an intense dude and uh he is now pretty much hated by both wrestlers and fans alike. Uh, I don't. I've never really met anyone. Please prove me wrong if you're out there that says I'm a Bob Holly fan. Uh, I haven't met him. So what what I'm about to get into with this match is kind of it's an old school mentality reaching a new school mentality. Uh, it's something that's currently going on in the WWE, but that they're kind of trying to get rid of with some of these old school guys doing a lot of hazing and a lot mm-hmm. of tricks and pranks like pickles and, and <laughs> like cucumbers, cucumbers on your shit. Was he, he all right with pickles? pickles? I don't know. Was he all right with pickles? I just read this one article, but I if I ever meet him, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a cucumber. Not a pickle yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not a pickle. <laughs> Maybe that's why he didn't like cucumbers. He's just disappointed he, that they aren't old enough. They're not. They're so not weird. They're not vinegared. That's <laughs> so weird. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so it ruined. It ruined your life, didn't it? It, it, it didn't ruin my life. It made it. Mine made <laughs> yeah, my no, life my better. life is better. Mine made my life better. I mean, Undertaker's retired. Yeah. So well, see, that's why I wasn't sure if it was like totally real because I thought maybe they were just throwing shade on a guy who wasn't going to be back, you know? Eh, maybe, too. but I thought, man, this. But it popped up. It popped up a couple of times whenever I searched for it again. Like, like it popped up on different, like on different search results. So I was like, this might be a thing. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll have to. I'll, I'll listen to that. I'll, I'll bring any more information I hear from that next weekend. <laughs> what, what was that? Are you watching YouTube no. over there? What are you doing? Okay. No, I just clicked. I have Bob Holly up because oh, that's Bob the Holly. topic we're on. So yes, we are on Bob Holly. Uh, uh, so is that is that Hardcore Holly? Hardcore Holly. Okay. Hardcore Holly. He uh, he has a match with Brock Lesnar, and uh, he decides to uh, sandbag him. And sandbagging is not helping out. So whenever you go to like power bomb someone, you're just like kind of. Not really. You got to sit up on the guy, basically. You got to do right. a sit up uh, or jump whenever they're trying to toss you. He's not doing any of that. He's just kind of potato sacking and just like sandbagging. Yeah. Sandbagging. He's just he's just there and he's like making ragdolling, ragdolling, pretty much. So what happens? What's the is, one thing where it's just like it's a dance and you just kind of like, but it's like you're a dead man. <laughs> The Bernie? Sure. They're burning. The Bernie? I don't know. But I, I just loved Bernie. watching Jack do the dance because yeah, I love the, No one's going to see it ever because this is an audio In medium. my mind, grapes, they will. Um, <laughs> That's from 30 Rock. Corpsing. Corpsing. Cor- that's the idea. Are you sure? Do you know what Bernieing is? That weekend at Bernie's uh, in the second movie, he like just did like some weird, like like wait. They tried raising him from the dead. They Bernie came back. There was a second movie. He didn't know. I didn't know get, there was a second movie. I'm like, the dude's movie. been out. Right, of, this is a movie podcast now. He's been out of the ground for like a week, and like yeah. they they had a second whole goddamn movie about like, <laughs> voodoo was involved. All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, so back to Hardcore Holly. So uh, they're in this match, and he's trying to do uh, Brock Lesnar. He was sandbagging him a little bit, and Brock Lesnar must have just thought, what the hell is going on? He knows what's supposed to be happening. He's not that new. 
He's right. new, but he, he knows the game at this point. And uh, so he goes to put him up in a, like a power bomb, and Hardcore Holly is sandbagging him. And so he just drops him on his head. <laughs> he just drops him on his head all, all together and breaks his neck. Oh, fuck. And to make matters even worse, Brock Lesnar is so pissed off, he then like just kind of kicks his head a little bit. Like, not, we're not talking a punt, but he just like taps his head with his foot and like, says, Get up. And like, he's, Get up, pussy. Yeah. And like, just looking at him, like, Yeah, you're trying to fucking do that. Uh, hard, hardcore Holly got better. But like, I, I just love that where he's just like, Yeah, fuck you. You're not going to try? Neither am I, asshole. I mean, real quickly, I'm sure the locker room didn't like that he just broke, intentionally broke someone's guy, someone's neck, but they're also like, oh, don't fuck with that guy. All right. Don't, don't fuck with that guy. Lesson learned. Glad he learned it for us. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Lessoner learned. Hey. Uh, they did uh, about... A year later, Holly was better, and he, Brock was the champion, and so they're like, okay, perfect. Uh, you're going to do a cha- rematch. Nothing happened, but also you knew Hardcore Holly was not going to win at that point. <laughs> Even if he got better, you knew that wasn't going to win. Uh, I have another Hardcore Holly thing, but we're going to table that because I want to talk about a more modern Brock Lesnar. This happened last year. Um, I'm still unsure if this was supposed to be shoot or work or what, whatever was going on. So Lesnar uh, returned to the octagon to UFC last July, right? Right, and there was a whole sure. bunch of there was a whole bunch of like drug things around. Yeah, he took steroids. Uh, <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, he well they they found that he took a certain steroid and then masked the steroid with estrogen pills. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> and so whenever they just found out that people were doing this, another fighter on that same card actually got got hit with that like 3 days before that fight. Lesnar got hit after the fight. Mm, okay. Uh, so but Lesnar's just like, "Cool, I picked up my paycheck. I'm good." Like, <laughs> whatever. Like, see you later. He's like, "Jesus is Lord. I'm out." <laughs> is he? Is, okay. Isn't that? I thought he was like a born again Christian. I don't is know that, if he's that. Is that what he? Or what is this deal? I don't. He's got a knife on his chest. Well, so yeah, I don't, but. Uh, I I might look that up. I don't know. Look I might I might have just I just Google. might have like created like a new bullshit thing. <laughs> anyway, Brock Lesnar Christian? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Demon worshiper. Okay. <laughs> so after uh, Jesus is Lord, but <laughs> Satan is better. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after uh, I'm sorry. A- after uh, the fight happened and everything. He was then supposed to go fight, uh, go back to the WWE. He was doing both. Go back to the WWE and fight uh, Randy Orton, who was returning as well. Right. Uh, Randy Orton had an injury, so they're like, okay, perfect. We'll put them up to, against each other. I don't know what the actual, what actually was supposed to happen because they didn't do a whole lot of stories back and forth. They they it was kind of like, oh, I'm gonna fight you. Oh, you ain't shit. Like. Stuff like that. Um, Brock right, Lesnar. There was no clear, like, oh, if this person wins, it makes more sense. Yeah. Like, whatever. Uh, so Brock Lesnar just starts beating the shit out of Randy Orton. <laughs> just start, <laughs> just starts beating the shit out. Like, real, real punches. Like, he's bleeding bad. Uh, now, there is a way, since we're talking about shoots, there is a way to uh, cut someone open. Like a lot of a lot of times back in the days, they would do what they call gigging, right? And they would hide a razor blade in in the little wristbands there, the tape. Mm. Take it and then cut themselves on the forehead when they're like over in the corner and come up and make it look like they're bleeding that way. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit of more. 
a little bit about that later. Uh, also, Hulk Hogan claims he used to keep just keep the razor blade in his mouth, and a bunch of wrestlers did too. Ugh, that doesn't seem like a good idea. No, but they're like, that's oh, yeah. not a place for a razor blade should live. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good home for no. a razor blade. I don't know. I liked it. It was warm and wet. Nah. If, if <laughs> hey, <you> lady. <laughs> Hey, hey, little nice razor you, blade. Hi, nice of you to show up. Oh, jeez. Has <laughs> nice life guys. been, Blady? Oh, it's pretty good. It's cutting. <laughs> 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 okay, let's shick to the program. Bye, uh, bye guys. Bye. <laughs> okay. Dumb. That was real dumb. <laughs> That's our new If you're mascot. still listening... Uh, <laughs> we, we got a new mascot. Okay, if you're still listening, uh, uh, basically... They the other way to cut someone open is by basically taking your fist and punching down on their forehead. Okay, and that that is a way to do that. Now, uh, Randy Orton was in a match where he was trying to do that with Mick Foley. Mick Foley has a mutant forehead and it just wasn't <laughs> doing it. And like, and like, and you could just see on, on this match him just keep clubbing at Mick Foley's head and it's just not doing anything. <laughs> And then eventually it did, but uh, but Brock Lesnar, it didn't take that much. Uh, we don't like. You could see a couple things where he was trying to do that, but then wait, was, Randy was trying to cut Brock or the other. Uh, I'm sorry, Brock was okay. trying to cut Randy. Uh, so you you see him just swing just swing down once, but then it didn't take much. Uh, they kept trying to separate the match. They're like, okay, start again and. It just was a mess of a main event because one guy just was is bleeding the whole time. Uh-huh. And then they finally call it a technical knockout, which they've never done in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't do that in wrestling. Uh- <laughs> Maybe once or twice before, but that's part of the thing. Like, you could tell there was, like, kind of just, like, a bunch of officials out there like, what the fuck do we do? What, what, like, what are we going to do? Like, we can't call Vince McMahon out again. He'll break his legs. Uh, <laughs> it's quads. I'm sorry. It's quads. He'll break both quads, which no one even knew that could happen. But <laughs> most of the times you just break one. But both? Uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, uh, that that one, like, he was... Orton was injured. <laughs> Uh, like uh, he had to get he had to get a lot of stitches. Did they and... did they ever say like? So all I know, and this is something that happened backstage, is that Chris Jericho was watching that and going like, "What the fuck? Like, what is he doing? This isn't the fucking UFC." And so uh, Lesnar gets back, and Chris Jericho's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" And like <laughs> Jericho, like. Jericho is not the size of Brock Lesnar. No, God no. bless him. He's not the size of Brock Lesnar. Uh, and but, kudos to him for being like, yeah. "The fuck's wrong with you?" And and he and he's like, and Lesnar goes, "Shut the fuck up." And he's like, he's like, "No, man, fuck you." And like gets in his face, and then like Vince McMahon just like sees death coming to, <laughs> coming his way, Jericho. and just steps in the middle and starts pushing Brock Lesnar away. And he, he's like, Vince, what's going on? He goes, it was a work, you idiot. And, and like, people still aren't sure if it was a work or a shoot or what was going on there. So whenever you say work, what was work? Work is kayfabe. It's, okay. It's pretend. It, okay. It's part of a work. Yeah, work's another kayfabe okay. type thing. All right. But he's saying it, it was planned. It was a work, blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't make sense to me. Plan- like, this. If you the way you describe it, there was no real buildup of like that kind of animosity. No, to just savage. The, someone. the only thing that I think they kind of wanted to get towards is that Brock Lesnar was just off the heels of this big UFC fight, and that he won, and that like it was a really cool fight to see him. He's a really cool fighter, like because he's this big like Viking dude that <laughs> that just like chases after whoever is in the ring with him and attacks. Right. Kind of like think like Mike Tyson how he just like attacked in the ring. It was or in the yeah, in the ring. Uh it was 
really that forcefulness, and it, he wasn't like he what brought Brock Lesnar down a lot of times. He did get knocked out a couple times. I think I'm not a huge MMA fan. Uh, he did get knocked out a couple times, but also he would get uh, he would have to tap out because he would just be so forceful that if someone was a submission artist uh, uh. specialist, they they could get him. He he worked against that too, but like uh, this guy he was with was a knockout specialist, so it didn't really like, right. It didn't affect him anyway. Uh, I don't know how to end that story because it never really ended. It just they were just like okay we're moving on we're this is like we're not Hi. the storyline did not no, continue the storyline didn't continue uh moving on to Goldberg that's pretty much what it was like uh, they're like okay uh, uh we don't want to talk about Randy Orton it's him and Goldberg Randy Orton's gonna join the Wyatts bye guys <laughs> it was really weird it it was weird to say the least. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to some weirder stuff then. Okay. We talked about this last week. Uh, uh, ECW. Actually. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why? Because I mentioned a Bob Holly story. Oh yeah, you did. And, and I want to go to that first. Uh, we talked about, uh, Kurt Angle a couple weeks ago. So tiny hat, Kurt Angle. Uh, Angle. Yeah. We actually talked about this after uh, the podcast when Sean was still here. He's like, oh, we should have brought this up. And I think it's appropriate since we're talking about shoots now. Uh, They have a a reality show called Tough Enough, and it's basically who wants to be the next WWE superstar, and they never produce superstars except like once or twice maybe. I think it's happened twice. but (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they, they have this whole thing, and all the guys, like all the guys from Tough Enough, are at a SmackDown, and Kurt Angle is there and challenges all of them to a professional wrestling or no, a, a Greco-Roman wrestling match, basically an amateur wrestling match. So, and Kurt Angle, as we know, it was a gold medalist, uh, won the gold medal apparently with a broken neck. Oh, like he damn. was that hardcore about it, but he uh. Hardcore Holly. The, the wrong person got the name Hardcore. Am I yeah. right? Uh-huh. Right. You're right. You're totally right. <laughs> Thank you, little razor blade. Um, Bladey. Bladey, sorry. Come on. Sorry, Bladey. Brand oh, recognition. All right. All right. This is our okay. mascot now. Thank you, Bladey. Oh, it's fine. Um, so, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, he... I forget where I was at. Okay, so he challenges them. He tells them all the whole, all of them to like a wrestling match. And uh, the first guy, he just like throw throws slams down to the mat and like breaks his ribs. Oh, like not on purpose, but it just happened. Right. Um. So then the next, the next guy is like, okay, who else wants to challenge me? Is this guy named Daniel Pewter? Uh, Daniel Pewter. Uh, gets up there and he has wrestled or he has done some MMA in the past. This is 2004. He's done some MMA, so he's like, I'll show him. And they wrestle around a little bit, and then he gets he gets Kurt Angle in a Kimura lock, and like because they're kind of down on the ground almost. He gets him into a Kimura lock, and it's in. <laughs> now, <laughs> now Kurt is like. Oh no! And he is not going to be caught dead tapping out. So he's like, "Well, is the wrestling match?" He puts him on his back. In the he's still in the Kimura lock, but but puts him on the back. And this guy's thinking, "Okay, I got him in the lock. He's going to tap out." His shoulders are down. They pin him one, two, three. Uh, now, really, I don't know if you know this. I didn't know this till the research for this. Um. In actual wrestling, it's just one. It's not th- three, one, two, three count. Oh, so if it was like real Greco-Roman wrestling, if your shoulders are down for a one count, it's it's a pin. Ah, I don't even know how the points work on that. I'm not. I'm not sure. I. I'm not a. I'm not a Olympic wrestling connoisseur. Or anything. You get like, you get twenty five points. I it, do you know this? No. Okay. <laughs> Let's make them up. 
Let's, Let's make up, up the rules. Right, you now. get a sure. pony if you hit twelve exactly. <laughs> you get, if you hit twelve exactly, yeah. you but get if a you go over, pony. you only get the glue. And right. they they kill the pony in front of you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, definitely. It's tough love. Yeah. It's yeah. tough love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they hand you the bridle just so you remember what you lost. <laughs> oh, and they make sure it has a place of mm-hmm. honor in your home. <laughs> so. Uh, everyone did see his shoulders get up off at the count of three, but they're like, "Nope, that's three because they see that he's about to. This guy's about to tap out the champion, right? At the time, and the guy gets up and Kurt Angle just like starts cursing him out, and he goes, "You're dumb as fuck. This is a wrestling match, not an MMA match." <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he, he just cursed at him, and that's it. But everyone saw it. Everyone's right. like, "Whoa." going on so he's like Kurt Angle honestly wasn't really faced he's just like the guy was an idiot and he's like he goes honestly when he got me in that lock I could have thrown him over my head and broken his neck but I didn't want to do that he's like there's a million ways I could have done it but the best way for me was just to pin him down and that was it so respectful I guess Um, so what they ended up doing with this Daniel Pewter and they're like because the locker room didn't take too kindly to him doing that. And so they're like, okay, we're going to bring you out at the Royal Rumble. So he mm-hmm. comes out at the Royal Rumble, uh, and there's only two guys in the ring at that time. I'm going to forget one of them. I know one of them was Benoit. I think I think it was actually uh, 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 Eddie Guerrero. Let's just say it was Eddie Guerrero and Benoit. Uh, they're wrestling each other, and then... Daniel Pewter comes out, gets in the ring, and it is like throwing new fish into a shark ring. Oh wow! Like, like, mm. or just pouring blood into it because, like, <laughs> they just like they stop what they're doing and just look over there, <laughs> just look at him, and they just kind of look at each other and they're like, "Yep," and they just like, they just like start like getting him, they get him against the ropes in the corner and just start like, just like punching him and kicking him and you don't know if it's like real or what's going on but they're just having a good old time with him and then uh what, all was, sudden, what was his size compared to their size he he was mm, he, he he was kind of, it was like a cruiserweight he, like he was a little smaller than them but yeah. but not a whole lot okay you know he still had muscles and everything uh so then all of a sudden the next entrance out is hardcore holly and the whole crowd reacts because they know what's going to happen. Mm. Uh, and Hardcore Holly just gets in the ring and just goes, hey, guys, can I get in on this? <laughs> and uh, <sighs> he goes, sure. And so they start, the two other guys slap chop him, just hit him across the chest a couple times. Hardcore Holly takes two steps back <laughs> And just wails on this guy's chest, just gives him chops, and they're doing this for another minute. Uh, and just, like, that's all they're doing, just beating the crap out of this guy, and then they just kind of toss him over. And he was never seen in the WWE again. Uh, <laughs> People knew, uh-oh, Hardcore <laughs> Holly's a little crazy, so... This might not end. Would you well. say he's a little hardcore? He's a little hardcore. He's a little hardcore. You know, uh, from Wikipedia, I know he's uh-huh. he's a Dubuque, Iowa guy. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that means that he's a piece of shit. Yeah. So let's go. <laughs> let's hey, go to uh, another piece actually, of shit. Wait. How, how, You're from Iowa. I'm from Iowa. What, I'm from Iowa. What part of Iowa? Uh, another piece of shit. That's oh. pretty much what you can say about. Are you Dubuque? He's not no. from Dubuque. It says his residence was is. His residence right now was Fort Lauderdale. No, he no. was hardcore in... Holly. Holy oh, Holly. hardcore Holly. Not Daniel Pewter. Okay, Daniel Pewter was Daniel born Pewter. In Cupertino. Daniel Pewter. Looks, Daniel, he Daniel looks Pew- pretty shitty he, too. He's <laughs> got <laughs> that. He's got that. I'm a blonde spike hair. Nah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Hey guys, I want to tell you about. <laughs> well, it's it's appropriate that you're here for this. All right, let's, Ra- let's what do we call it? Razy? Um, I'm Blady. Blady. Blady McRazy. Blady McRazy. Blady McRazy. It's a good thing you're here for this. Okay. 
because we're ta- we're about to talk about ECW Extreme ECW. Championship Wrestling. So I spent a lot of time cutting people there. Oh my God, did you ever? But please it, tell us about it right now, Blady McGrazy. Yeah. Oh man, uh, there are so many people. I just can't remember them all. But let me tell you about this one time that one guy died in the ring because I cut him too deep. Well, <laughs> you're you're not too far off. Um, so this, uh, before you, I watched this video so you guys don't have to. Oh my god, <laughs> is it that bad? Yes. Yeah, okay. And and a friend of mine told me about it, and he's like, dude. You might not want to. Just look up the story. You might not want to see it. I'm like, it's fine. I'm not squeamish, and I don't normally look away from stuff. Uh, I did. Uh, yeah. Or I didn't look away, but I was just, because it happened so fast, I just was is like, Is it Ugh. physical, like, So here's what happened. Grossness? This is That called, I can't handle. This is known as the mass transit incident. Um, so... <laughs> So, uh, basically, Matt is already know, squirmy. Already, 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 no, no, no. Uh, Hold on. It, it, they hit him with a, a bus. No, 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 they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> he, here's what it is. So, uh, ECW, this, this kid comes up, this guy comes up and he's like, he, he's like almost 400 pounds. And he's like, Hey, I'm a wrestler. Uh, was talking to Paul Heyman. He's like, I'm a wrestler. I trained, I trained with this guy. And he's like, all right, how old are you, kid? He's like, I'm 23. And he's like, well, I, he goes, I don't know. And then he just, they found out that one guy couldn't make it for this tag match. And he's like, okay, we can put him in a tag match. It's supposed to be a squash anyway. Why not? Let's see what's going on. What's a squash again? Squ- squash Other is than just. A f- vegetable. Yeah, squash is just a match where, like, one guy just dominates oh, the okay. other guy. Like, and it, it's usually over in, like, a minute. Like, okay. Or very quickly. So they're like, okay, uh, this is just going to be a squash match. Like, there's not a lot of offense out of this kid. He's just going to be taking bumps. Okay. Uh, they team him with uh, uh, Devon Dudley. And uh, the other guys were the gangsters. Uh, Which sounds fun. Yeah. One one guy, who his name is New Jack. Ooh, New Jack. New Jack. Uh, so this this guy's backstage, and he, he calls himself Mass Transit. He dress up dresses up like a bus driver. <laughs> so and the big kid, the, the big big kid. big kid. Okay, he's Mass Transit. All right. So uh, so that yeah, that's his name. He was gonna have this gimmick, and immediately he's backstage. No one knew who he was. And then they see Mass Transit on on the card, and they're like, "Who's that?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's me." And then he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this out there. I'm gonna do that." And we've talked about kind of the old school hazing and everything. And uh, right. And I've heard this about egos in the locker room. If you are new and you go back there and start making demands or start doing stuff, I've been hear, heard people get yelled at for eating in the locker room. Uh, the Miz got banned from the locker room for a year for eating and spilling mm. crumbs on someone's bag. <laughs> um, you go, there is, yeah, there's like a whole pecking order there. And so he's back there being arrogant and everything. And people are just like this fucking guy. And new Jack is not a guy to be fucked with. And so he's just going, uh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. and, and he said, new Jack, he goes, Hey, I've never gigged myself before. Could you do the honors for me? Oh. And so he goes. How sweet. <laughs> he goes, yeah. Oh. No. I will. No. Um. So they get out there. And the match is kind of going. It's supposed to be they isolate uh, Devon outside because he's an actual wrestler. And the other guy, they just kind of uh, start doing whatever they need to do to him in the ring. So they're they're doing like they're throwing chairs at him and stuff and he's like taking the bumps. And then when it goes time for this and this is where you're squirming uh, um, he takes a surgical scalpel. Oh motherfucker. What? Yeah. And cuts him clear across his forehead. Son of a bitch. 
clear across his forehead. New Jack did this. New Jack, and now now mostly whenever it is like uh, someone else is doing the honors. I've seen a bunch of matches where guys bleed and they were gigged. Uh, you don't you don't see them get cut, right? Like it's just a quick little zip and and like they start bleeding or it's a zip across the forehead. And it they doesn't s- take much. It, it doesn't, doesn't take, take it doesn't take a whole lot, but like. It's that, and then they throw the razor to the side. And, like, you don't see the razor after that. You don't see anything after that. You don't see it during, almost, right? But this, he right, made it's a, a scalpel. Clear. He made it clear. That motherfucker. Seriously. He, he like, made it clear. <laughs> so he throws, he you, does that. That motherfucker put, put Blady out of a job. But, yeah, but yeah. seriously, like, okay, so here's the reason why I'm extra pissed off is yeah. because... I uh, used to help my dad with surgeries yeah. because my dad's a veterinarian, and so mm-hmm. I have handled these. I've handled these things. They're sharp. They're sharp, and like it takes it. You know, there's there's the straight edge, and there's the there's the curved edge. And I'm assuming it's probably a straight straight edge uh, surgical scalpel with a slight upward kick. But anyway, yeah, the, like you go across the forehead with that, like to to they bleed like a motherfucker if you just poke yourself. Like that is a shit shit thing to do, and there's nerves and there's fucking thing. I've cut myself so many goddamn times on those things. I'm sur- I'm out of control. I'm out of control with rage about something that happened a long time ago. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. But unfortunately, we're not done here. Oh motherfucker! Um, God damn it! So he he throw he throws him down to the mat, and the kid puts his head on the mat, and then lifts up and sees just a pool of blood. And that's where it's like, ah. But you'd think they'd just be like, okay, we're done here. Right. Uh, the kid gets up and they throw a toaster at him. What? How? Where? The, where did that? What? What? This who? is ECW, right? They, so they, they probably just had them. They, they, they just, just have, they just have like, ECW just had any shit that you could think of under the ring. So they just threw a toaster at him. Did they just have him. an entire bed, bath, and beyond yeah, under I, there? I hope they did. This- uh, so they throw a toaster at him, uh, George Foreman and he girl. falls again. And the whole match ends with like uh, they do a dive from the top and pin him. That involved a chair too. Like so, there's another chair shot. They pin him, and the kid just passed out legitimately yeah, in the ring, losing a shit ton of blood. And I'm saying kid because also younger wrestlers they all call him kids. But then you hear his father in the ring go or outside of the ring going. Take it easy. He's only 17. What the oh. fuck? He lied about his age. He lied about his age, and Paul Heyman was just, like, running around so much and just, like, was like, yeah, whatever, that he didn't even think about checking, at, checking his ID. Um, <laughs> he, was, he was 17. Now, I, there's one part I didn't – like, the crowd started booing him, and uh, – I need to look this part up because, like, the I I believe New Jack just tried to and be a heel more and like tried to antagonize the crowd more, and he's like, "Fuck him, he's white," and like tried to get the crowd like to really boo him, but people were like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And so they had to get a stretcher out to get this kid out. Of right? Him. Yeah. Um, the kid woke up and still was in this big macho thing, and he grabbed this, he grabbed the doorway, and he said. No, I, I'm one of the boys. I need to walk out, and like, like no. Um, right. There were charges on this. I would think so. Uh, yeah. You now, assaulted a minor. They they were all dropped. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, there there were criminal charges and a lawsuit. All of them. All the jury found him innocent because the kid lied about his age. He also asked him to do that. Right. In uh, a way. <laughs> yeah. You didn't ask him to go all fucking douchebaggy on Now, him. New Jack, I hope he is not listening because I am legitimately scared of this guy. Uh, <laughs> and I've seen other things. We're not going to talk about him, but I've seen other matches that are mostly in independent, like, like in bingo halls and stuff, like small crowds where he is really going after people. Well, he's just not in control. He, well, he oh, is, he's, in control. he's in control, but in a dick way. It's 
it, it's real like he he is a shoot fighter and it's it's scary uh but he he's an asshole and he also was like not he was n- not ashamed of it either everyone's like well the kid almost died and uh, or could have died and he's like he's like ah he he said he wanted me to cut him fuck him like mm. anyway uh. like I get that the kid was being a little macho and mm-hmm. blah 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 backstage, but like, there's other ways to like. Yeah, I don't maybe show don't, them maybe their don't spot. create nerve damage on a person's face. Now, now I, I will say this, <laughs> and like I've heard also this story the fact that he went times. out of his way to, in a like almost polite way, like, hey, would you do the honors of like gigging me for my first time? <laughs> that's like that's like someone's like, hey, uh, would. Never mind. I'm not gonna finish that analogy. It's gonna get gross. Well, seriously, it's it's. I've it's I've up. I've heard of some. I I'm I know I'm gonna get this mixed up with another story, but I I heard some old wrestler talk about how his uh, he was he was gonna be in a match with this one other guy. Uh, let's just call him Bert. I don't know. Let's just call him Bert. And basically, uh, his uncle said, "Hey, tell Bert, I can't wait to see him in the ring next time." Apparently, he didn't know the backstory. Like this guy shot on him or something or whatever happened. So he goes, yeah, hey, my my uncle says he can't wait to see you in the ring. And he goes, uh-huh. And he's just tying up his boots. He goes, okay. And he's like, oh, nothing of it. They get in the ring, and they're supposed to do this. They're supposed to do one move, and it gets turned into a sleeper hold and, like, into a choke hold, actually. And the guy all of a sudden he's like all the air goes out of the entire building for me and he's just like "Uh oh and like he's just about to pass out and he's like oh and he just hears tell your uncle i said hello and then he just releases him so there are ways to do it (laughs) right uh uh steve austin has a story about uh mark the undertaker now but like whenever they were mark had been around for two years steve had been around for like a couple matches and he was just like, hey, yeah. He goes, well, hopefully I don't stretch out out there. And Mark just goes, okay. And then just like took matters into his own hand. And he was like, okay, I did something wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's ab- a bi- he's this Undertaker guy is pretty big. And, yeah. And he's aggressive. <laughs> like Austin was just like, went up to him. He's like, I'm sorry. I did something wrong. <laughs> So that does happen, but yes, taking a scalpel, a surgical scalpel. A lot of people say it was an exacto knife, but but the that, guy claimed it was a surgical scalpel. Anyway, motherfucker, he is an <laughs> asshole. Uh, so moving on, uh, this will be our last one. Uh, uh, this is it's an interesting one. Um, is it still ECW or back to? No, we're actually, we're actually. I don't even know which this. I think this is New Japan. Okay, it's partially New Japan, partially WWWF. Oh, old timey. Yes. Uh, so it's back in the seventies. It is. Uh, it is a famous match because it is Muhammad Ali <gasps> versus Antonio Inokio. Uh, Inoki. I'm sorry, I'm getting that. Yeah, Antonio Noki. Okay. You could probably say Anton, but it's spelled like that. Anyway. Um, is this to- the dude who fought on his back? Yes, it is. Ah! So, uh, so this, ha- this, basically, what they wanted to happen here was it was a battle of different worlds. It was, it was the wrestling world versus versus the uh uh the boxing world. Now that has happened before. But it's never been a shoot. It's never been real. <laughs> um, right. Uh uh there was a famous uh fighter Jack Johnston Johnson not the singer, but <laughs> that'd be even better though. That'd be even better. <laughs> uh famous fighter uh he he's one of the best boxers uh uh and has an amazing story. There's a documentary out there. I told you not to watch something earlier. This one I'll tell you to watch. It's called Unforgivable, Unforgivable Blackness. Uh, it is really good. And this guy was uh, 
he was the first African American champion of heavyweight champion of boxing. Oh, cool! In like 1909. <laughs> yeah, like real early on, and like that had to have been a rough road to start. <laughs> oh, it's, he didn't make it rough. He was as flashy as any rapper today. Oh wow! <laughs> it was awesome. So they would even bring him into wrestling and pay him pay him because he had all this heat and he he was hated and so they brought him in just as an attraction and he was very controversial and they brought him in because he was a champ too and he would do it because he's like yeah i'm making money i don't care uh so there's been tons of other ones that they did uh almost countless to at that point they have done some since the last one i can think of uh, was Floyd Mayweather versus The Big Show. <laughs> we might talk about that at another time. <laughs> Actually, I might end with that. Okay, anyway. <laughs> this one, uh, this one, basically, they said, okay, we want this to be real. A bunch of the promoters from around the world said, we want this to be real, and uh, they picked Anton Inoki because he was a, a fighter as well. He could, he could do some martial arts and stuff. And... Uh, Muhammad Ali is like, okay. He said he would do it, and then he was like, I don't know, because he thought it was going to be a boxing match, but then they're like, the rules are changing. And so he's one of those guys that he said, well, if I said I would do it, I'm going to do it. Mm. And uh, he was promised uh, $3 million. And possibly. I just read six. You're getting ahead of me. Okay. He was promised $3 million and, and an additional $3.1 million from different promoters. And okay. Uh, there was a thing. I don't know if I've talked about this yet. A lot of boxing matches and wrestling matches uh, in the 70s and all the way up to the 80s, there was no pay-per-view back then. It was what they called closed circuit. So basically you go to a movie theater or you go to other places and watch it. Okay. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I mean, just, there wasn't a ton of TV even. I mean, I guess there was. Uh, like they could broad, they could broadcast it. Like, but it was only on like a closed circuit right. television. They, it wasn't on like a pay per view or anything. Uh, so other promoters like Vince McMahon Senior uh, built a whole a whole show out of this. So they said, okay, come to uh, Shea Stadium. And they, they had like 33,000 people there. They had a huge crowd. At Shea Stadium, uh, they had actual matches there. And then the main event was a film, was basically the filming or the filmed uh, fight between uh, Anton Inoki and Muhammad Ali. Uh, the match right before that was Andre the Giant uh, versus <laughs> a boxer. And I've heard about this. Uh, uh, the boxer was Chuck Wepner. Uh, he was a boxer, and he claims, yes, it was a work. He he took the fall. And he, he knew what was going on, and he's like, yeah, the whole thing was a work. Until at the very end, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Andre the Giant throws him out of the ring. And then Gorilla Monsoon steps on his chest and just leaves it there for a while. And and he still, he knows it's a work at that point, but his crew does not. So his crew is like, what's this guy doing? And they go, they go over there and they start trying to like push Gorilla Monsoon off. And then, uh, then Andre the Giant is there. And one of, one of, one of the crew members punches Andre the Giant in the shoulder that did nothing. It breaks his hand. <laughs> <laughs> it did do something. Not to Andre, though. It broke his hand. Oh. <laughs> and that's something that Andre just laughs about. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Uh, that's why I had to tell that story, because that's so... Dude was a m- just so. Huge. So this was a big... This was like a kind of big event. Like a lot of people were wanting to see this and throughout America too, they were doing similar things. And I think, uh, Vince McMahon actually said, okay, we're going to air that whole thing. You get to see the Antonio Noki fight, uh, the Muhammad Ali fight. 
and all of our fights too and then we're going to be closed circuit you can put it in movie theater put it in whatever you need to or want to um so they they did that but it wasn't really working out it, it like a, a lot of people were like i don't know if we want to see this or not it didn't really People didn't really... It wasn't successful. And one reason why it wasn't successful is because they didn't know the fucking rules at all. Yeah. Uh, So they thought, okay, boxing match, then it was going to be like kind of a wrestling match as well. And then they only gave Antonio Noki a couple rules that he couldn't like grapple. He couldn't do all, all these other stuff, all these other things because uh, they had another fight for Muhammad Ali in like that fall so they're like no we don't want you messing with our boy that much and so all he knew what to do was get on his back and start kicking yeah and he is kicking muhammad ali and muhammad ali is getting up to the he's he's, he's climbing the ropes he's climbing the ropes <laughs> and he's trying to kick back he got in two punches the whole time two jabs the whole time and uh there's a couple other things that happen, but mostly it's just Anton Inoki just on his back and kicking. And Muhammad Ali is trying to, like, no-sell it. And he's like, that didn't hurt. But after the match was over, by the way, the match ended in a draw because yeah. no one knew the fucking rules. Uh, <laughs> ended in a draw, and and uh, Muhammad Ali uh, had blood clots in his leg after that. Uh, it affected him. He never knocked out a guy after that. Uh, it weakened him, and he has told many people that that was the worst decision he made. <laughs> was to do that to do that fight because. But here's the importance of that fight. It is considered to be one of the first MMA fights. Oh, well, yeah, because it makes sense. A lot of people consider it. Because it is, it is, it is two styles. Two different martial arts. Yes. Yeah. It's two styles that uh, joined for the first time, but they didn't have any rules back then. So uh, that a lot of people consider it to be one of the first. It's interesting. Uh, okay, we're almost out of here, but let me talk a little bit about the big show because there is one shoot that happened here. Uh, With the big... Okay, a shoot with the big show cannot be good. So, the big show versus Floyd Money Mayweather, which the big show takes poops the size of Floyd Money Mayweather. (laughs) Um, I'm sure of it. He's a big dude. He's a big boy. And Floyd is... He's... Trust me, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to yeah. get in an altercation. Like I wouldn't want to meet Floyd Mayweather in a dark alley. Yeah, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want either. I wouldn't want to even be in the same room with him because he's mean. He's mean. He's, he's a mean, mean dude. So they they do a thing where they're like, okay, here's what we want you to do. Uh, they're they're having a meeting because they go to build this match. We want you to go out to the ring with a uh, big show, and you're gonna talk. You know, talk shit back and forth, and basically, uh, Floyd Mayweather was gonna uh, pretend to punch. Like Big Show was gonna stoop to his level and like go, Haha, "You can't hit me, blah, what are you gonna do?" And then he was gonna pretend to punch him, like once or twice across the face. You know, and they're they're like teach him. He's like he's like, man, I'm not gonna touch him. I'm not gonna touch him. He's like I, I know what I'm doing. I'm not I'm not even gonna touch him. And he's like, okay, okay, cool. They they thought it was whatever. He gets to his face. Floyd punches him real hard about three or four times and breaks his nose. Uh, he he punches him so fast and then just jets out of the ring. <laughs> Not only out of the ring, runs out of the stadium. And Big Show's face, like when he gets hit like that, he just... He just was like, what? And then touches his nose and sees blood and just starts storming out of the ring <laughs> after him. And people, everyone's trying to, like, stop him. And, like, they're just out of there. And he is, like, wanting blood at this point. <laughs> and that's all real. He has talked about this many times. Uh, he has talked about this many times. Wow. It wasn't until, like, Triple H is like, let me talk to you. Can I talk to you about this? He's like, what? He goes, this is going to be on every paper. Tomorrow, this uh, is going to be everywhere. What he did was raise your money right now, and he's like, yeah. 
okay, fine. <laughs> like, okay, fine. I'll take her broken nose for extra money. <laughs> the match went off the way the match went off. I I believe uh, uh, Ploy made. Mayweather won with brass knuckles on that one. It was yes. something weird. What? Yeah, it was something weird. Payback. Uh, yeah. How did they brass knuckles? What? Yeah, yeah. His he had a manager. Uh, he had a manager on the side of the ring. He went over there. They handed him brass knuckles, and he just hit him with brass knuckles. <laughs> God. Yeah, that was. Mm. Brass knuckles is a weapon that's used a lot. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. All right. So what we learned today is if there's a guy named New Jack, do not go near him. Right. If if there's a man named Bob Holly, he's real intense, and you don't want to go near him either. And this, if this episode had a whole bunch of assholes in it. Yeah. That's right. Bunch of assholes. That's right, Razy. Blady. Blady McRazy. Blady McRazy. Yeah. Hey, Blady McRazy. And guess what, Blady McRazy? If there's a cucumber in the ring, yeah. don't go near it. Don't go near them cucumbers! This is Tales from the Cafe. No, it's Cafe. Cafe. Say bye. 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 <laughs>Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. All that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And, and your picture. And your uh, home, and, address. And home address. And home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.